everyone and welcome to our podcast you're not the only one i'm so glad that you are able to come back and join us my name is nikia butler and i will be leading our discussion today and i am a mother of three a wife and i work a full-time job and i have with me today our wonderful friendship of over 20 years Hi everyone, my name is Angela Brights. Again, I'm the founder of Lady in Balance. I'm a writer, author, mother, and career woman, all that jazz. So thank you again for joining joining us for our third podcast and I'll hand it over to Nancy. Hello everyone, this is Nancy. I am mother of three, wife, um, nurse. I introduce myself differently every time because I forget (laughs) all the things that I do. Um, and I do her sisterhood and I love my ladies that I'm with. Good day, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Wendy Fields. I am a mother of two. I love the Lord and I depend on him to guide me each and every day. I appreciate the support of my sisterhood, my friendships. Um, 20 years has been a long, amazing time. I'm telling you, these are amazing women. Who are just awesome and they're they're led by the Lord and they always have an encouraging word for you. So uh, I really enjoy all the time that we spend together and we've got some good stuff for you guys today. Oh, so much pressure. Well, everyone, so today I want to talk about identity. And as you may have noticed, we each went around and identified ourselves, but we identified ourselves with what we do and who we are um, in this earth. And the question that I want to pose to everyone is, what do you do when your identity is created in someone or something and that person or that thing is no longer there? They go away, the job goes away, that person goes away either by choice or your choice or death or that job is lost, you leave it, you step out on faith. But we create our identities sometimes based on the things that we do. And I want to talk a little bit more about that because I want each one of us to understand and remember that our identity, because we are created by the living God, our identity is found in him, not in a person or in a thing or in a job or in a business venture, but it's in who Christ Jesus says that we are. Does anyone have anything they want to add to that before I continue? No. Okay. So I will start with my own. So growing up, we all had moms, obviously, because there's no way that anyone is on this earth unless they're born of a woman. (laughs) So my mom was my everything. And I was so invested in her and her approval. She was a wonderful mother. And she passed away in 2016 of December. And it was probably the most challenging time of my entire existence of life. I went through a very hard time um, over the course of the next three years. And so here we are in 2021. And I can honestly say that I have just now started to really embrace the true healing that I had. But it was not without a lot of struggle, a lot of um, hardship, because I didn't know who I was until I realized she was no longer there to be the identity that I had created myself in. 
So whatever it is that she raised me to be, whatever it is that she encouraged me to be, that's what I was. And because of the unconditional love that she provided me, there was nothing I felt like I couldn't do. But that was all based on a person. And as great as that is, it was still a human being. And human beings are not perfect, no matter how great they may be to us, no matter how perfect they may be to us. They are not God. They did not create us. And so when we wrap ourselves up, our existence, our joy, our peace, our happiness are wrapped up into that person, then when that person or that job, and for myself, that person is no longer there, then we're lost trying to figure out who are we. Mm, Right. I can honestly say that really touched my heart and it took me back. It put me in a place where I remember growing up, I was a very independent person, very independent child, very independent in school. My parents didn't monitor you know, anything that I did in school, they supported me, but they never, um, they never said you can do this or you can't do that or whatever the case may be. So my loss in my identity came when I got married. Mm. <laughs> when I got married in 1994, um, I took on the identity of a wife and I thought I was ready for it. Um, I already had children. He had children. I had children and I was okay with being a mom. Um, that was easy for me. Let's sit down. Let's do our schoolwork. Let's, you know, let's grow together. Let's go together. Let's go to activities. I was ready for that. But that being a wife part for me was probably the most difficult thing because he was in the military and then I became a military spouse. So I went where he said go. I did what he said do. I was like, but what about me? The me I used to be, right? The me I used to be. So that challenge led me to say, and learning from what my foundation was, put thy faith in no man. Wow. <laughs> right? So my faith was in everything he said, everything he did. When he said go, I went. And I was like, no, I want to go home. So we were stationed overseas. And I wanted to go back home, back to what I was familiar with, back to doing the things I knew how to do and be and go and whatever. So can totally relate to your feeling of that loss because as I did divorce him, right? There's that loss of that identity as a wife. Absolutely. I, I totally feel your heart in that, Wendy. And that is so true because it doesn't matter whether it's a death or because divorce is a death. It is. Absolutely. And if, like you said, you've wrapped yourself up into being this amazing wife, this amazing mom, when that thing is no longer there, it's like, okay, so now what do I do? I've been spending all my time doing this. Mm-hmm. And this is no longer there. And sometimes that can send us into a spiral down because we're trying to fish for things to do. And they still aren't lining up maybe with the things that God is calling us to do. Nancy? Amen. That's so good. And I'm thinking about this question and I'm just like, wow. Um, What Nakia said, I really can't identify with losing my mom because my mom is still here. Uh, What Wendy said, I really can't identify with that because I'm still married and my husband was never in the military but I thought about it and I know my identity is in Christ but what I thought about was just in high school and just different things like activities more so or when you have to change or switch jobs or like do a new thing because that's hard right and you have to build a new foundation a presence a routine and things like that and I think for me 
just realizing when I left high school and then went to college, that was a whole new identity for me. And I too grew up the only child and was used to kind of doing my own thing, being very independent. And then I got to college and I was like, okay, what do I do now? Like, who am I? Where do I go? Who do I connect with? What's important? And I did have a base, a foundation of knowing God, grew up in a family that worshiped God, and I went to church and did all these things. But when I got to college, I was just like, uh, am I going to go to church or what am I really doing here? Um, but I think it's so important to get connected with people that have the same vision and same mind, right? I had goals. So I had friends that had goals. I had friends that um, had some of the same morals, like they wouldn't do certain things. And if they did and they knew it was wrong, they'd be like, uh, that's not a good idea. And they would let me know and I would let them know. So I think when you think about your identity, you have to really think about what are you doing in your life, right? And that continues to create your identity if you don't have a foundation in Christ. If you do have a foundation in Christ, it's still the same because you have to look to God. And so when you said put no trust in man, I thought about these scriptures and I just want to read um, two. In Psalms 118.8, it says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in men. Because you can't depend on your friends. You can't depend on your husband. You can't depend on your parents all the time either. Like people are going to fail you. People are going to let you down because they're human. And they're not doing it on purpose, but we all let people down at some point. And then the other scripture I wanted to share is Jeremiah 17, 5. And it says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, that maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. So it's like when you put all these other things first, and you don't put God first in your life, that is your identity. Your identity is in that thing, that person, that place, that idea. Because sometimes we have ideas in our mind of what our life should be like, right? What we should look like, where we should be, what house we should be in. And, you know, that's not your identity. Yeah. And just, you know, just to be really real about it, it's so... I think when we, it's so easy for us to be like, because I know I tell my kids all the time since when they were born, you know, you're a child of God, Mm -hmm. you're a child of God, you're a child of God. But then as you get older, you do get wrapped up in, you go through phases of who you are. You know, you're a child, you're a teenager, Mm -hmm. you're a student, you're a parent, you're, you know, a wife, whatever. A mother. Um, mother. (laughs) And... At the same time, it wasn't until Wendy had touched on it when she went through her divorce, she had gone through an identity, and I'll call it for my own self an identity crisis. When I went through my divorce um, in my first marriage, it was, I honestly did not know who I was at that particular point. Um, And I really had to lean on God and trust in his word to build me back up to not being a wife you know I was still a mother but and not being not even a sister or an aunt or anything like that right I was a child of God and when I took ownership of that Mm -hmm. and I still take ownership of that and I still have to remind myself of that I'm able to operate in a different way 
so to speak. However, it's still hard. It is hard. Because you get caught up in everyday life. You get caught up in what you are attached to. You get caught up in being attached to being, um, you know, if you have an awesome job. Oh, I'm attached to my job. If you're an awesome wife, you're, you know, you're attached to, oh, this is my awesome husband and my awesome family. And my, you know, you get attached to that because that's, that's how you're defining yourself. And, and one of the things I'm reading Isaiah right now, and one of the things that kind of resonates with me is the fact that um, in Isaiah 42, 42, 43, um, it says, God says repeatedly that I formed you, I formed you. And you could see throughout Isaiah where he says this repeatedly, I'm underlining it. He says, I formed you, I formed you, I formed you. And he says repeatedly, fear not. And so that hits me different, right? (laughs) It hits me a different way because I'm like, God forms me. You know, that's who I am. I truly am. And we all truly are children of God. So, Angela, that's really good. Each one of you touched on some really good points. And what it, our identity, it's such a hard thing to separate because we are taught that, okay, when you go to school, you're a student. Right. When you get married, you're a wife. Right. When you are born, you're a daughter. Right. And you are. And all of these things are what we do. And we have to remember that our identity is found in Christ Jesus right. alone. Because he is the creator of the heaven and earth and everything in it. And one of the things I wanted to also touch on is what happens is when we start losing our identity, it's not just a simple, oh, this person is gone. Oh, this thing is gone. Oh, I don't do this anymore. Now we are looking at how does that make us feel? What do we actually start to do when those things are gone? We start to compare ourselves to others. Am I, am I being a good enough mom? Am I doing a good enough job? We start to doubt our own things that we've been doing for so long. We start saying, well, I don't know if I'm able to do this anymore. I don't know if I can do that thing anymore. And we become very critical of ourselves. We become very critical of others because our identity that we've built ourselves, our identity and is no longer there. So now we're trying to find a new identity at older ages, as adults, as older teenagers. Um, and we're trying to create a new identity. And sometimes what happens, there's that old saying that misery loves company. And sometimes we find ourselves making other people miserable in the, in the, in the course of trying to find our own identity because we're criticizing everything they're doing because we're not doing it. Instead of saying, okay, well, that's their thing. That's what they do. That's what they're great at. Cheer them on, applaud them. And then like Nancy said, I think, sit down and spend time with yourself. Even if you're not in the word of God, we are all Christian women here and we do build our faith and our trust and our support in Christ Jesus. But if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, I don't even have a relationship. What is this God thing all about? What is this Jesus you're talking about? Building my identity in him. Even if you don't have that, start. Because as believers of the word of God, we don't believe that you can truly have an identity that is 
long-standing and unchanging outside of Christ. That's our belief. And so if you don't have that relationship and you're like, well, where do I start? Start first with sitting down and just listening to yourself and just saying, okay, this has happened. Identify the things that have happened and be okay with those things. Sit with them for a minute. Okay, I lost my mom. It's okay for me to be in grief. Okay, that divorce didn't work through. It's okay for me to grieve that loss. Okay, that job didn't go the way I planned. It's okay for me to grieve that loss. Grieve that loss and say, okay, but that does not make me. I was not created and put on this earth for that sole thing that I've lost and now my whole existence is void. So so the beauty of it all I think is, you know, we're made in God's image. Exactly. We're made in love and we know that everything that is provided for us comes through God. Right. So with that foundation it's like a springboard. You can do so many things. You can be so many things to others, right. but you have to know where you stand. That's right. And so please get in your word a little bit every day and you're going to grow. Exactly. And your identity will, you know, spring forward to who you really are, a child of God. Exactly. So I do want to leave you with a few identifying scriptures and it's going to seem long, but it's not as long as it's going to seem, but things for you to actually just go back. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's going to seem long, but it's, it's not, long, it's going to be engaging, right. but I just want to give you a few scriptures to let you know. One, let me tell you that you're not the only one who struggles with your identity. You're um, not the only you're one. Not. And you're not the only one who's faced loss, whether it be a job, um, to the grace of God, none of us have experienced the loss of a child, um, but we've all have had. So I do want to leave you with a few scriptures and things. I want to let you know that you are special in God's eyes. If you don't know that, that's why you're still trying to fit into this world. You don't belong to the world, you belong to God. So one of the things I wanna give you, a few scriptures, just a few little things to identify in Christ. You are his own special possession. First Peter chapter two, verse nine, and Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse two. You are chosen, handpicked by the God who created the universe. First Peter chapter two and nine, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, and Ephesians 1, verse 3 through 4. You are treasured. Deuteronomy 7, verse 6, 14, (laughs) chapter 14, verse 2, and chapter 26, verse 18. You are irreplaceable. 1 Thessalonians 1 and 4. God only made one of you. So there is no replacing you. So that means you have a purpose on this earth. You are loved beyond compare. 1 John 4 and 19, 4 and 10, 3, 16, Romans 5, verse 8, and Romans 8, 35 through 39. You are worth dying for. 
1 John, I'm sorry, John 3, 16, Romans 5, 7 through 9. You are forgiven. <laughs> Ephesians 1 and 7, 1 John 1, 9, Romans 8 and 1, and Romans 8, 33 through 39. You are his child. 1 John 3 and 1, Galatians 3 and 26. You are secured for all eternity. 2 Corinthians 1 and 22, John chapter 10, 28 through 29. You are set free. Romans 8, I'm sorry, Romans 6 and 18, Galatians 5 and 1. You are precious to him. Isaiah 43 and 4. You are set apart. John 15, 16, verse 19, 1 Peter 2 and 9. You are made in the image of God, Genesis 1 and 27. And you are his masterpiece, Ephesians 2 and 10. So know that if you take your time and just go through some of those scriptures and maybe even put those sayings up just to remind you that when God created you, he created you fearfully and wonderfully in his image. So you're not the only one who struggles. And I just want to... Ladies, did you want to add anything else before we close out? You're not the only one. You're not the only one. Have a blessed week. You're not the only one. That was great. You're not the only one. And I'm just going to say a little prayer. Lord, we thank you so much for helping whoever is listening, for helping us. And Lord, we just ask that you would just come into their heart and that you would allow them to know who they are in you, that you would give them security, that you would remind them that you love and you care for them and that you will never leave them or forsake them. No matter what happens, you remain the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And your faith and your truth will always prevail. In Jesus' name, we love you and amen. 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 Bye. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time.